What's good, man? It's your boy, Juicy J, man. Shout out to Virtual Homework Podcast. Welcome to a very refreshing episode of the Virtual Homework Podcast. Sorry, Why is it Dana refreshing? Because uh, I just drank some water and I was okay. super fucking dehydrated. I, I thought you were saying, oh, we're doing something new this time. We're doing something extremely new, refreshing. All these people who are sick of our tired format are finally going to see something No, we're going to say the same shit. We're going to play a game. We're going to complain about MMOs. We're going to fucking uh, talk about Big Cum and uh, you're all going to love it. Yeah, okay. Well... Welcome to the Virtual Homework Podcast. As Dana said, this is a very refreshing episode. We're both hydrated. I have my nice Spindrift grapefruit. He has his water. I should probably get water myself. You're not really getting hydrated. It's not just water. water. It's it's Evian. Yo, fuck Evian water. Legitimately, I don't know why. I understand it's a premium water if we're going to go into the water debates, but Evian water just tastes like really like weirdly like soft, I guess. I just can't drink it. It tastes disgusting so to me. So my, my choice in water is typically because of the bottle because I have a pure water filter at home. So it's like I'll buy like this and like smart water because I like to use the bottle like at home. Why don't you just buy a water bottle? Hydro flask. Because I had one and it started smelling and it's like really hard to wash. Literally just put it in the dishwasher. Do you have one? I don't ha- No. You don't so have a dishwasher? Like, sad. It's- so I can't, and I don't. I don't. I was still gonna use like the toilet bowl brush, but that's like that's probably gross. That is extremely gross. This is a video game podcast. Uh, I think <laughs> I mentioned I podcast. am Sam. That is Dana. Yeah. That guy over there talking about yeah. using toilet brushes to clean his water. God damn Jesus Christ! What do we play this week? I don't really. I this is this is weird, and that I don't have anything to. We're just getting Wait, into it. Hold on, hold on. We have something to talk about first. That's that's usually you, but like yeah. um. What do we play this week? We played a DJ Max Respect, which is a game. Good I don't rhythm know which game. One. How about that? We played Fuser. Fuser is the worst rhythm Fuser game I've shit. ever played. It felt really nice to actually play a real rhythm game this week. Yeah, Holy this shit. is an actual uh, <laughs> real rhythm game. Uh, I think this is like the fifth game in the series or something like that. I actually it's have DJ no idea. Max Respect v so five but like i don't know if that's the fifth in the dj max respect series or the fifth pc release i'm gonna guess it's more than the fifth pc release dj max is a game that's been competing with 2dx for like the last like 20 years and might i say i personally enjoy this a thousand times more because it doesn't have like the sickingly terrible fucking sync and um uh what's the word i'm looking for uh timing like the timing in beatmania is so fucking awkward yeah, so I we'll, we'll get into like the comparisons with 2DX in a second, but let's actually explain what this rhythm game is. Like, if you've ever played any like PC rhythm games, like if you played Stepmania, this is very similar in that like when you have a game on PC that uses a keyboard, it's basically just arrows or any sort of like circle yeah. comes across the screen or line, and then you have to hit it when it, it crosses over into yeah, another line. If you've ever played any mobile knockoff non-Bimani series uh, music game, like uh like tap tap revenge or anything like that it's like almost identical to that uh the only difference is the production and effort that's put into this game is actually like insane so so this uh, game's 50 dollars, and honestly like when's the last like okay we played fuser fuser does not count because fuser is like the worst game yeah, i've ever played yeah, in the rhythm terrible. game genre but when's the last time like you actually bought a full-on triple a production rhythm game like never like maybe ddr for the ps2 yeah, exactly. And this this just feels like that. There's so much effort uh put into like the little things in this game. 
uh, whether it's the music, whether it's the mission mode and things like that. Granted, there are some cons and things that I'll I'll get into later. Um, This just feels like a very, this feels like a good, okay, a pretty good value for $50. Yeah, like, and and we're, when we say, like, it looks professional, like, this game is beautiful. I mean, from a graphical perspective, like, I play a lot of rhythm games. I play ITG, so Step Mania in some capacity, and, like, I know that, like, the game is free, but, like, even so, like, I've been playing things like, like, the theme Simply Love, which came out by the community. I'm like, this is, I was extremely impressed on what the community could do, but, like, I think I was a little bit naive in thinking that, like, yeah, when you have a full-on production team, like, of software devs working on something, they could make it look truly, truly amazing and oh, professional. Yeah. I loved looking at this game, so... Oh, absolutely. Like, just how, like, the um, the graphics and whether it's, like, the gear or, like, the field that you're playing on or, like, the different uh, background videos for each individual song that you would play. Which, as a rhythm awesome. game player, like, background music videos are actually only a distraction. But even then, it looks cool. I, 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 I always have them on. I always have them I on. I do, I'm too. Like, there, there's, there's, like, the purest, like, rhythm game community where they want absolutely no distractions. Like, I always left backgrounds on and stuff like that. I, I don't, yeah, I don't really way. care too much about that stuff. But, like, Let's get into the actual like gameplay itself. So, if you've ever played Beat Mania or Beat Mania 2DX, this is yeah. shockingly similar to the point where like I there there has to be a point where it's like how do these companies not get sued? Like I understand that like It's like the same exact game, right? It's the same exact game, but like you could also make the argument that like Pump It Up is nearly the exact same game as DDR, which or, is like, like, well, like you button. have to play like you've played like, O2 Jam. Yeah, that's that's also extremely similar, but but yeah, it, it's it's basically 2DX with a, a different company behind it. Um, you were mentioning that, like, the... For those that don't know, 2DX is the Konami official Bimani, like, five-key uh, music-slash-rhythm game. Yeah, yeah. Of the same Which, style. Is This is the same style, except this game has a lot more modes. Like, I don't know how many modes you actually ended up playing. I, I basically played the campaign mode for 90% of my playthrough before this, this week. I played, like, almost uh, exclusively in freestyle because I got very, very tired of the mission mode, which I'll get into later. Um, this allows you to play uh, in either four uh, keys, which is two on each side, uh, five key, which is two on each side, and then, like, one in the middle, six key or eight key. I played almost exclusively on four because I can't, I couldn't do anything more than that. yeah yeah there's there's always like a a learning period when it comes to like rhythm games where it's like you you want to be on like the easiest setting that like you can still improve at at a relatively rapid pace to maintain fun and four key like there there isn't enough going on that like it's so impossible to like even read it at the higher levels like so so i was definitely doing that for the most part i did a little bit of five key i'll, I'll admit that having like two keys be the same button kind of confuse me but then i didn't yeah. even touch six and eight key well what's funny I, is i had i had an easier time on six key than i did on five to be honest well yeah it's just definitely a very awkward mode the reason i played uh the mission mode in the first place was because it 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 did give a good mix of four five and six key etc so yeah. like i thought it was a good way to learn the game that being said it was definitely a little bit easy i i'm saying that as someone who i already, could not do it I, I, I did the very first stage in mission mode, and then I got to the second one where you had to do a five-key mission. I just couldn't do it. I just couldn't. Like, I always sucked at spread, which is the, you know, two buttons across on Step Mania. Which is like literally any. this entire game. Like, it actually makes me want to go always... back and try ITG, or not ITG, Step Mania on spread mode. Yeah, which, is... I like, which I always sucked at. I could never do it. So this, the fact that I was able to improve so much at it in this format is actually surprising to me. But anything more than four, I just can't do. 
Yeah, well, I, like, I will admit that this game does not hold your hand. I feel like that kind of makes sense, though. For a $50 rhythm game, there aren't that many casuals that are gonna, just going to buy DJ Max Respect 5. Like, I, This game is not very new, newbie-friendly. No, it's, it's actually much. one of the least friendly uh, newbie rhythm games I've ever played. Like, In fact, I, I really don't think it expects anyone to buy this game that isn't already relatively uh, familiar yeah. with any other rhythm game. Like, it, it really has a very, very harsh initial learning curve. Mm-hmm. That being said, like because I've played a lot of rhythm games, Games. once i got used to the format oh like, yeah we were I, able I to enjoy it very much so yeah, yeah. I, I was i was able uh, to enjoy it actually uh extensively mostly just because uh the music was pretty varied it all starts off as like uh asian r&b like my <laughs> most uh music I mean, games like is it is it is it weird that most uh music games actually start out like that like all the easy songs are like um like korean like or jazzy. japanese like r&b like r&b and stuff like that but then once you start getting into like the higher difficulties like some of the music is so fucking good man I, I'm actually going to disagree. I have this written down as a point here. I think that where this game actually does not shine versus like Bamani or like a, or a, a I don't I don't know, like any other like custom rhythm games uh, uh, modes is that it doesn't really have that great of a music selection, I thought. I thought most of the songs were mediocre and like, yes, there were a few songs that I already knew from other games that I was hyped to play. Like a lot of the SD stuff, like Sin, I think by SD is one of my yeah. favorite songs, but um. I just wasn't really feeling the music. In fact, like I was even looking through like the DLC in this game because there's like, like every single rhythm game. Like if you look in like Rock Band or like any, so any this, of these, this game is almost predatory in their uh, DLC. Like that's a point I wanted to make. Like there's like four hundred and ten dollars worth of DLC. It's twenty five dollars to get twenty songs. Like that's that's insane to me. It's it's insane, but at the same time, like it's normal pricing. Like Rock Band, it was like a dollar for like a song, right? Yeah, but it's like in today's day and age, it's like. And there's another thing. So there's like 98 unlock songs. Like we were only able to play like maybe like a third of the set list for this game, uh, or you just pay ten dollars to unlock it and uh, circumvent the thirty hour grind. I think that's predatory because you're just gonna want to play them after playing for like four hours. I know I did, and I wanted to buy that ten dollar DLC so I can play the other songs because. Uh, I, I don't know about you, I played through almost the entire set list, um, and it got to the point where you're, you're supposed to, how you unlock songs is every time you level up, you unlock a new song. You get to a point where you just have to play the same songs over and grind them just to level up, which isn't very fun, to be honest. So I I mean, like, I was playing the mission mode, and I actually really enjoyed the mission mode, so I feel like I would be able to level up and unlock songs that way without actually being in a situation where I felt the need to I, buy it. I, I, I d- I just couldn't do five and six keys, so it's like I couldn't do those missions. Well, you gotta learn. I mean, like the the thing, the game almost has like too many modes to a fault because like there's not only four, five, six, and eight key, but there's also like air mode and like some random ass. Like yeah, I have literally I, no I, idea what these are, and I'm not willing to so, learn. So air mode is basically like what happens is is you and like hundreds of other people, you're all playing the same song at the same time, and at any point you can stop playing and start chatting and see what and see what other people are saying about the song, and it doesn't count. Towards Towards any score, any leveling up, or anything, and there's really no point to it. I thought it was really fucking dumb. Yeah, I, I like. I feel like they could have probably trimmed the fat with a lot of this game, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But, no, like the mission mode was cool because, like, it. Have you ever played like the pump it up mission mode? Oh yeah, like those are some of those are fucking impossible. Yeah, like, like it did. So, sort of, did sort of the same thing though with like some of the different mods, some yeah, of like exactly. the different like fields going back and forth and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so like I was gonna say like it was definitely like. varied gameplay. Like there there were some modes that were like bullshit, but I was able to first try most of them. That being said, like I they were varied enough that like I found it entertaining and i like i i kept doing it which is more than like most well, like I, most rhythm I, game campaigns I are kind of lame i i i genuinely wanted to just i did all good. like the, f- the the four key ones it just 
it's very hard for me to play a game that's like you have to like literally sit there and practice like okay let's start with like a b c d e f g i know i just I, i was never ever good at spread like fucking awful at it um i feel like if i had like a five key controller or like uh, an eight key controller i like an actual beat mania setup i think i could actually like it significantly more uh but i would never be able to do that in my apartment because it would be sounding like a, a helicopter coming from my apartment at all times. The, the funny thing is like one of the points i have it's not even that funny the the the, the thing that i have a, a, on this game versus like 2dx is like this is actually accessible if you want to get into 2dx you either have to go to like a arcade where it's like two dollars per round because those machines are like fifteen thousand dollars or you have to like illegally download the game on some like tracker a a ps2 and then like get like a 250 dollar controller or like all this shit like Like, this is um, like 90 percent of the 2dx experience with like one very very easy barrier to entry but like yeah even with that like there I am I'm kind of spoiled like I feel like there is a very specific window of your life where you're willing to learn a rhythm game and once you're like good at a rhythm game and you like know you're good at that rhythm game it's very hard to get into new rhythm games because like oh I'm good at rhythm games I don't have to learn and then you just like try the hardest shit and you just get like C's on it because you could like kind of comprehend what's going on it's like I'm not willing to actually learn I mean like this game is pretty forgiving though i i don't i you yeah. you mentioned like 2dx like having a much worse timing window and while i agree i didn't think the timing window in this was very like i i was not getting that many hundreds on a lot of the the harder things oh like I, the, I i i never hundred anything i got like i got mostly 90 plus on some of the the stuff i played sorry i, played sorry, pretty, I, I, I meant i meant like 100 on like each individual note like i felt like some of the stuff was oh, like a little i got sync. i i got i got most of that uh kind of thing i didn't have a problem with that but the life um, bar also is just really it's like very very difficult to recover once you're down in this game which I oh thought yeah was pretty definitely but but honestly like more than anything i was just happy to play a competent rhythm game like i i kind of yeah. thought that like the genre was dead after <laughs> fuser made me lose so much confidence in the rhythm game genre that i thought they could like really never recover but this like shows what a triple a dev team like if they really want to make a legitimate rhythm game can do because i actually i i was surprised how much i enjoyed this i picked this game i be- I, I actually really really had a lot of fun with this yeah like i was i was really really like i we always talk about like going back and playing these games after the podcast but i think that the issue with a lot of these games is is that like they're story driven games or like they have like a sense of progression where it's very difficult to get back into it once you start or yeah, once this you stop. is something you can just pick up and play for like a half hour and then put down not like even anytime. five minutes five minutes is all you need and it's like, well, it's like right situ- before the podcast i did that i played like two songs and then it's like all right let's podcast yeah yeah and i i feel like there is an issue with this game in that um when you're trying to get into the stuff there there's that like triple a bloat when you're playing a game like step mania you press enter enter bam you're in a song this has like all these transition effects and it's like yeah it's like it's like i don't want to have to wait for like this you know eight second animation to go through every time i want to start a mode yeah Um, but one one thing i did uh, but it, it's still definitely better than a game like a, really any of these like story driven games that we've played where it's like you could you could literally just play as soon as as like with, within like a minute of like starting up the game you're bam you're in a song and like you're having fun and then like after that song you could just quit and i feel like that's what really i need in a video game to like continue to play it after this podcast Absolutely. otherwise otherwise i'm in a situation where it's like i i'm not motivated enough to continue like there's like something i like to call like I call it like the Peggle test and like it's similar but different <laughs> in that like I love Peggle. you're never going to play it for more than five minutes. There's that. But like there's also like the mindset where like you could literally be in any state of mind and play Peggle. Like you could be like drunk, high and on crack and just like playing Peggle, like zoned out, like 
just playing it with like one finger and you're while you're like literally unable to well, like, like th- think. that's actually an interesting point with this game because it's like i never really sat down to play this game it'd be like all right i got done playing final fantasy for a little bit let me just uh, it's like two in the morning dude i want to play some gg max respect for like 20 30 minutes and get something to eat and then play something else and yeah like you, you don't really later. have to be like, like you don't even have to be in a, a mood you could just like be in a, a blank stare just like letting your brain autopilot while you play some dj max and i i like that in video games i could i could see myself definitely coming back to this so there's there's another point i want to make up uh, i feel like they have weird difficulty distribution like maybe it's just because of skill sets but there were like sevens that were like way too easy and then like like nines that were easy and then there'd be like sevens that are like holy shit this is like significantly harder or like there'd be like that twelve that we'd play uh, pop stars was like easier than some of like the nines or tens that I like couldn't do. Like I feel like every single rhythm game like is extremely inconsistent in the ratings now, especially like because of the scope. Like you have full difficulties and you also have like a billion songs yeah. to choose from at the start. It's like they don't they know that like the people who are actually going to continue to play this game like they're gonna like stop with like the easier stuff like within like two hours of actually playing it. So, uh, yeah. like, 90% of the easy ratings are completely inaccurate, and, like, you should really only care after, like, 10 plus or however many stars yeah. some of the harder things are. I, I personally liked the 7 to 9 range. That's where I was finding myself having, like, a lot of fun. Well, I got a little too good for the 7 to 9s. I'm, like, a 12 plus kind of guy, okay? Yeah, I'm bet. such a good well like for like trying to get like 95 and stuff you have to admit pop stars is like a super fucking fun chart though yeah but that's that's like one of the like i feel like i full comboed so many songs and still got b's like i i don't really understand it's because it's it's because of accuracy true which i mean and so accuracy in a rhythm game come on so but like (laughs) that song is so on point with like the the like the fucking rhythms and stuff i feel like you can really stay on uh, beat pretty well you know what we didn't talk about the fucking shift key. I don't like it. Yeah, I I don't like that either. I don't the like shift it. key was so, so my basically least favorite the way part. that this game works is that uh you all the notes are in a line whether you do four, five, six, or eight key, except randomly there'll be like incoming shift and then you press the shift key and it's like it's so and it's just out like of the it's way. just like well just you're just like tap 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 but shift and it's like oh my pinkies. Yeah, you either have to use your pinky or you have to like use your finger and then lose place on the on the keyboard. So I don't know. I'm lose the shifts and and we're going somewhere. In fact, actually, so I want to know. I've been like, wanting to try this on. I want to try this on controller. To be honest, I, I see a lot of people that uh, we know play this game. And they almost all exclusively play on controller. So I, I think I'm going to try that for PS5 week. too, right? Yeah, yeah. So or not PS PS4. I don't I don't think there's any games for the PS5 yet. But so you're telling me that this would not be a good uh, Steam Deck game? probably not probably not probably not okay i i do want to concede one point that i didn't talk about about the the steam deck uh last week and that something that we didn't discuss even though we somehow talked about the steam deck for like over 15 minutes is that the big plus is that even though the system is 400 plus dollars you won't have to buy all these games again you're just gonna have them on the system yes which, that's which like, like that's actually a really good point that that like wins me over to like almost wanting to buy it because like when you buy a system, like you're expecting to spend at least the amount on, on of the, that you spent on the system on games. You, itself. you have all the you yeah, have you, all the games. Already. I have I have seventy games or something that I have never played. So uh, or like let's say you play like you start some game on there, then you switch to your PC, you play. It I'm there. not I'm not exactly sure if it, the the system is going to have cross platform like saving. That, I think doesn't, that would be game dependent. Doesn't, doesn't Steam already have that though? 
Like, they if have you, like, if you like, like that, I don't think it's perfect. So, like, let's let's say if I uninstall Death Stranding, is like my game permanently deleted? Um, no, but the thing is, like, if you install Death Stranding on two PCs, I don't think that if you like get somewhere on one PC, it's going to be at the same location on the other PC. I'm actually curious about that. I, I think it's game dependent. I think that's like a software issue more than like a Steam issue. Well, I guess Steam well, is also software. I, I imagine most like a lot of indie games and stuff might have that thing. So no, but speaking of the Steam Deck, like I <sighs> oh Jesus Christ! Sorry, sneezy boy. <laughs> speaking of the Steam Deck, um, we almost couldn't buy this game because like I was literally like, trying to buy this game for, for uh, both of us uh, during like the actual Steam Deck sale. Apparently, like it was like the only time I've ever seen Steam actually like lose the ability to buy games. Like they were being extremely shoddy during oh, Steam Deck pre-orders. So be lucky you actually got to play dj max respect i'm actually quite thankful like this was definitely a game like after i was i was like literally in the middle of playing final fantasy i was like you know what i i actually want to play some dj max respect right now like and it wasn't i wasn't playing for like two hours or anything like that but just like to pick it up for a half hour and like fuck around and have some fun like this is a very fun game this is this is definitely a fuck around type game even (laughs) even though it's a hardcore rhythm game that most people wouldn't be able to get into this is i feel like we're i feel like we're very um specific in our ability to say that though i feel like anyone yeah. else would be like holy shit they'd be is, sweating like the, most ha- <laughs> it's like the most hardcore of the hardcore um that being said there are a couple negatives uh to this one was like the, all the dlc like you could pay ten dollars to unlock all these songs uh, apparently there's an extremely extremely uh invasive anti-cheat called uh zine code three which is it is like basic- in my registry right now like eating it's, away it's, at my other programs uh, it, it it basically goes right into and reads and sends all information for all programs running into your computer and sends it to them no matter what it is it's like the most invasive thing in the fucking universe it's like yeah. mmo level uh invasive and it's like one of the number one things that like if you read any of the negative reviews it's all people saying uh uh that's a huge fucking problem like it, it, it is literally scanning your pc the entire time you're playing i mean like i i did see that there was online i assume you could like face people in real time and that's probably why but like honestly you like you cannot play this game offline you, like if you do not have an internet connection you cannot play this game at all whatsoever. that's that's terrible but uh like i actually like on that topic that probably explains why this game is a fucking resource hog holy shit i have nice specs and like this game well yeah, i'm playing it, it on it's, the nicest it, it, settings it's but. Cu- it's because of um design code three uh did you ever see like um frame rate drops like in the song like i yes, feel like it's sometimes sometimes it, sometimes it got like pretty choppy there so there was like this egregious example where like this specific background music video like for this one song was absolutely killing the frame rate i'm like this is not worth it if i can't actually play this game on rhythm so yeah yeah, there there's pros and cons but like i i definitely like when i like buy a rhythm game for 50 dollars, i kind of don't especially one that doesn't come with peripherals like if you're if you're buying guitar hero that's one thing but like I was very surprised how much I enjoyed this game. I I, I just picked it on a whim because I knew some rhythm game friends that enjoyed it. But yeah, yeah. I it's, it's it's a well made game. Like everything about it looks good. It feels good. Um, I didn't have any like syncing issues or like off sync issues. So it I don't know. I liked it. I didn't either, but I'm I, not the one to talk about that because I'm like the worst rhythm and a rhythm gamer. That's that's how yeah, I how same. I am. Maybe I'm just not noticing it. But yeah. uh, I, I I this I I would give this a probably a nine out of ten to be honest. I, I, I just hardcore recommend like I, the, this is recommend to the target audience, but like this, this would be the worst choice for first, first rhythm game in, in like anyone's life. Like it'd be like, okay, oh, yeah. impossible to play even like the beginning mission mode. It's like straight up like a it's setting. It's pretty hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually 
Speaking of specs, you got a new SSD. How did that work? Yes. Oh my god, it was actually super. It was actually crazy. So it's like, it was like 11 p.m. and we're talking about SSDs. I was like, I need an SSD. So I look at prices and it's like, it was like 89.99 for a terabyte SSD, like sent to my fucking door, and it was literally there. We ordered at 11 p.m. I, it was at my house by 7 a.m. like the next that's, day. That's like, scary. I had it installed on my computer. Literally uh, copied over all my files and. 20 minutes and i was on it it's it's hanging outside of my computer because i don't have screws <laughs> to mount it so like if i like come over i i just like punch it it's all gone yeah that would be fucking awful i guess if i, I punch wouldn't. anything I, in your computer but yeah i mean please don't punch my electronics <laughs> i i want to i mean like i have to like stick it to bezos he's too quick with his ssd delivery i mean like i will say this is great because now that you have space, you could reinstall Lord of the Rings online and we could play I did. again. I have, I have installed. Yes. Yes. I know how much you want to play. Yeah. I, do. I, I asked you like multiple times, like, Hey, let's play. And you're I'm like, just, hey, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a weird transition period in my life where I'm like doing bullshit that makes me not able to play Lord of the Rings online. Like, uh, well it's like you're in a position right now where you can actually do stuff with people so i'm sure that's fun yeah soon to be dana i'm going so i guess this is an announcement here i there will not be a podcast uh for one week again because we're slackers no i'm going to be in chicago and Woo. i'm going to film a video of me assaulting dana and upload it to the main youtube I'm super excited. He's super excited. It's going to be a sucker can punch we, to the chin. Can we get food at some point? Yeah, and then while you're eating the food, I'm going to sucker punch you. I'm Put the footage excited. online. I, I, I want there to be blood. I want to be like on the floor like reeling in pain. What, like a, a blood sausage? No, I want you to like hurt me so bad that there's blood. I'm scared. I'm me scared too. of my own thoughts here. All right, so, <laughs> so so what else is there this week? Have you actually looked into like the Blizzard stuff more in depth? I mean, I've looked at a couple Reddit threads. Let's <laughs> so you basically know everything. Yeah, exactly. About it. Oh my god, I feel so gross. Like that's that's the best way. Like you know that like meme where it's like blanks. Yeah, Alexander and the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. It's like a children's book, and then like people are like memeing about it. Blizzard has not had a good year. Let's just say that. No, they're. Let's, let's just say like every single like there has been no positive press for Blizzard in like the past like year. No, except I mean maybe Diablo two remaster announcement, and even then, I mean I'm, like, it, it's, it's just about it. Uh, the newest thing that came to light was uh, that the state of California has had a two-year investigation within their organization, and they found like insane, insane uh, accusations of sexual harassment towards female employees. Um, I'm not sure if you read some of the stuff I sent yeah, you. Yeah, like, just you like people getting their nudes sent around the company, and then it's being so bad that they kill themselves. Like that's not good. Yeah, like um, like people like and these are like people that are named by uh, who have stepped down from the company, who have been fired from the yeah, company. Yeah, that guy begins with an A. I forgot his last name. Um, uh, Fisiabi. Yeah, the, he he like randomly for like no reason apparently just like left the company late last year right and everyone's like what the hell and then it's like oh okay that makes sense he's yeah it, it makes multiple sense sexual assault allegations so or sexual harassment not assault but yeah um they called his office the uh the cosby suite because he was so uh quote-unquote rapey during uh technically they called it the crosby suite in the uh yeah you know you know what they they meant you know they meant it but i don't want to be sued by blizzard themselves you know to be fair i'm not surprised um i'm more pissed off because after the whole blitz chung thing uh then this happens 
Uh, it just seems like unbelievable that Blizzard is what they are now. It just it, it just feels like they're a shell of their former self. Um, I, I guess I'm not it, even it, like surprised in that. Like I think that like you get one with the other because like it was obvious that like before this came to light, there were toxic work environment issues at Blizzard. So it, absolutely like. This is eye-opening, and I think it's—I'm not going to say it's a death knell for the company, but, like, it's just, like, another—it's really hard to be a Blizzard fan right now, legitimately. Like, I know yeah, there's a lot of people who, really like, is. make their—like, the thing is, I—I'm I, going to be—I'm going to sound, like, so shitty. I played—I played, I played uh, Battlegrounds today because I think the game is so fun that, like, my, my brain, like, the impulse is that, like, oh, I just need to play. But, like, while I was playing it, I'm like, why am I playing this? I feel dirty. And, like, that's not a good sign when you have uh, someone no. who's not a casual— thinking about the company while they it's, play the game it's, in a negative way. It's light. hard for some people, like especially people who have been playing WoW. And let me tell you, like there are NPCs in this game, like, there are hundreds of NPCs in the, in this game that are named directly after some of the people accused oh, in God. this uh document. Uh people are calling to have them removed and stuff like that, but it's like this game is a like someone's life. Like, yeah, this no, is like, a lot of people's it's, life. Like, it's you know, not even it, just like, oh, it, I love the game. Like some people literally their career is based off this. Like there's a lot of not streamers. even career. It, it's just like 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 me. Like I, I love WoW. I love everything about that WoW. Like I'm not playing it right now because I'm not having fun with it. But like this just makes me feel fucking awful because I've put, you know, my character has like, what's it? 1800 days played. Like do that in years. Like that's insane. Yeah. Um, and there, there are so many people in the same position who just feel like they've, they're losing a part of themselves. Like as more time goes on, because blizzard is just uh, going farther and farther away than from what they used to be. Like, I mean, there's, I, I don't want to discount the people who, like, literally, like, there's Hearthstone streamers, there's WoW streamers that, like, they, they literally can't stop playing. They're just going to feel icky and icky until they literally don't have a career yep. because people don't want to watch WoW. But, like, even besides that, like, we were literally talking about, like, oh, even though WoW is not that great of a game, I still want to go to BlizzCon. And while I think BlizzCon is a very enjoyable convention, like, it puts yeah, such it's, a sour it puts taste a damper. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, I don't want to support this. So, I... <laughs> Oh. Well, what's even what's even pisses me off the most is did you see their uh, response? I didn't. I, I saw. So Blizzard at Blizzard actually responded like in the legal way, saying like, "Oh, this is all false. Oh, this no, is I this." Saw this that. Is... I saw that. I thought I thought there was like a more like official like someone made no, like, no, a video no. or something. Because I I remember like, do you remember like uh, after the Hong Kong drama, like at BlizzCon, uh, the WoW developer, not not the guy who was literally in the Epstein files that that was uh, yeah. Bob or whatever <laughs> his name is, the the guy that actually is a little bit more close to the community, like came out and said like look we know this looks bad we're sorry we'll change obviously they didn't change but like that that was an actual statement this was just like an illegal yeah. it's like this is wrong we disagree we disagree yeah, that um, this employee literally took their life because of of terrible sexual harassment allegations like you can't you can't argue that, that so happened. i mean like this is this is a pervasive issue throughout the entire industry like the gamer bro thing is definitely a problem like oh, if yeah. you if you spent any time in any gaming space with uh, uh, predominantly men or boys, whatever. Um, you see this shit all the time. You've it's, it's seen not it. Even I've just seen gaming it. spaces. Like I've been in tech classes. I, I majored in STEM, and I've been in oh, many yeah, classes it's that like, like STEM, primarily it's, men. Like yeah, it, it's that, that it's all like this, and it, it, it's. 
I, I've actually never seen it this bad. Is what's so surprising. Um, like I, I haven't like, seen this, this this bad in like action, but I've seen it like theoretically able to get this bad because like there's a reason correct. why incels are a thing. Like it, like yeah, incels generally don't have social contact, especially contact with the opposite sex, and that's like pervasive in STEM. Just one due to the gender imbalance, and two due to the fact that like people in stem people who are into technology like they're it's not just a stereotype like people who are more antisocial are attracted to fields that require less computer or less human yeah, interaction less, less interaction so it's, it's kind of like it, it feeds on itself and it's also an environment that like breeds these type of people so i've i've seen it like i i've seen people talk to one another in a public setting in a manner that would make women extremely uncomfortable so i'm not surprised Absolutely. if left unchecked it could get to this point exactly so, especially they start they start thinking oh you're just one of the boys you know that type of thing because that's like something i've experienced in my own uh circles of gaming where it's like oh the girls are with us oh you're just one of the boys it's fine and it's just like well ends up later you know it's it's not 100 percent fine you should probably you know, try to be a little bit more reasonable towards the opposite sex. It just—it's just such a shame, man. Like I—I I love Blizzard, heart and soul. I really do. I love their games. I, f- I grew up with them, and just seeing what's happening with them, seeing what's happened with the company—it's—it's it's genuinely heartbreaking. Call it, uh, make fun of me, whatever. This is genuinely heartbreaking, and it sucks to see. And it, it's getting harder and harder to support Blizzard as time goes on. And you see the. You can't, really, Twitter. you can't really support Blizzard in this moment. You can just be like, yeah, I like their games in the past, but like this is you cannot excuse this. You can't really be a supporter. No, no, you at can't. You can't at all. You yeah. really can't and stuff like that. Um but I like I said, I feel for the people that are still playing the game because like this is more than like playing World of Warcraft is a way of life at this point. It's like you you really can't take that away. Um like uh, one person said it is that the people own Azeroth and Blizzard just I guess runs it or whatever. Yeah, you could so. you could love living in Uzbekistan and then recognize that the Uzbekistani government is ripe with human rights abuses. Okay, there's yeah. there's my analogy. <laughs> I I could have said China. I could have said any other country, but I had no. To go I, with I like Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan. I I will say though, I don't think that this is the last that we're gonna see. Like Blizzard. No, there was there was even another article today that like oh, that even okay. made. No, it look- I I didn't even mean with Blizzard. Oh shit! I didn't realize that it was. I I only saw the initial report. I'm saying like Blizzard is one company, but it's not necessarily a Blizzard problem. I think that this is a no. Toxic this is probably yeah. that per. per- is pervasive in the gaming space and obviously we've had conversations regarding this like i like gamergate had some legitimate qualms about game journalism but obviously like it's 90 percent just like by, uh... misogynistic uh incels like trying to like get go against the sjw crowd like it, it there is a very large and i'm not gonna say like large as in like it's the majority but like there's a small large subsection of the gaming community that is so toxic especially towards women i highly doubt that this is the only company in the gaming no, space absolutely not. that absolutely has this not. problem. I even like we even saw like with Twitch, like there was a massive like issue of like sexual harassment. Like uh the partner manager had like multiple games of sexual harassment against him and eventually yep. he stepped down with no statement by Twitch. Like I wouldn't be surprised if like a lot of these companies have issues with this. Uh, and... This probably isn't just gaming. This could probably just like companies in general. Yeah, okay. Well, just... the, <laughs> there's a reason why the Me Too industry or not ind- the Me Too movement was like so pervasive because like yeah, life sucks. That's that's how it is. 
uh, on the topic of shitting all over Blizzard, uh, there was another article that came out today about uh, they had their Warcraft 3 Reforged uh, came out and it was a critical failure. Um, basically, Blizzard didn't really run it. They outsourced it to another company. Terrible animation issues, like all like frame rate drops, all this other horrible shit. And turns out when they were uh, pre-releasing it, like they were doing the pre-sales with a date in mind, they had no intention when they were receiving money from people to release it on that date. They already pre-knew telling people the date it was coming out that they were going to extend it because the game would not have been done at that point. Yeah, that's really shitty. That That, that doesn't sound like the Blizzard from like... 10 years ago like even 15 years i don't know how long ago but like that sounds like a shady practice and the company is a shell of its former self and that sucks because they have such a good foundation that they're just well, hacking away the, with the what basically um i i read an, another thing on twitter from uh grooms he's an ex uh blizzard employee from like way back in the day one of the old school guys the best way he put it is that um blizzard kicked out all their innovators and all the innovators left the company uh because that's what they used to do they used to be people who innovated uh, and then once they got bigger and it got more about money and metrics and things like that uh they lost sight of what made them blizzard yeah i would like it it's really hammering the point home that like we have not had a positive conversation about blizzard like it's almost like clockwork like it's almost like at a certain point it gets tired but we can't stop saying how oh, shitty it just, blizzard it just gets is worse being. well it's like we, have we two, can't like, ignore pervasive... the, we can't ignore the news it's just like it's just yeah. the same thing every single time and it's just so sad well this but like you know me like i'm a huge mmo guy like mmo is everything we should have like a, sec- a section of the show like dana's mmo rant like fucking dana's i could bring it up every mmo rant like I could bring it up in every single episode because it's so pervasive, and it, it's it's just this just goes to show how much these games like bleed into our everyday lives, and how much this, these games have affected us over the years, and how we feel now. Um, that's why people are so passionate about it. People are so upset because we feel so a part of the Blizzard universe, and how uh, like you said it yourself, you're like, holy shit, I love Battlegrounds, it's so fun. But even you felt like sick playing it, and you're just like, fuck, this sucks, right? I, I'm pretty much of the camp that you should never really be thinking about the developer while you're playing a game. Like, I no, I think like, that's, ins- like, that's insane to me. Obviously, obviously, if you have like goodwill, like there are certain developers, like hypothetically, if you're playing a Kojima game, you're going to be like, oh shit, Kojima, that shit's going to be dope or it's going to at least be like interesting because obviously yeah, yeah, Death yeah. Stranding was polarizing. But like, I feel like it's really dangerous to even breed a positive relationship as a developer because like you don't want that person. You just want to make a product and you want people to consume the product and they want them to enjoy the product. I feel like when you have a personal positive or negative relationship with a uh, a developer, like that could only go wrong, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, because I mean, it becomes, um, I imagine, pretty taxing on the individual as well, like the dev. Because it's like, if the game is bad, they hate you and they shit all over you, send you death threats. If it's good, then, you well, know. If you're a it game developer, it then it. You just get death threats constantly, no matter what. I don't. I don't think there's yeah. really an option. Gamers. Well, suck. just like well, <laughs> meaning like well, it's like you can't win because it's like let's say you want to make a good game, but then like the higher ups say like, oh no, you have to do this, and then like people shit all over you because of it. You know, it's like why would you ever want to be in that industry or stay with a company that's like that? You know, to talk about anything more positive than just this subject, because oh my god, I, I feel like. Honestly, like so much has been said about this, and and we can't add anything that. No, I, 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 it's just something. It's not necessarily something to add on. It's just something I like talking about because I'm super passionate about this kind of stuff. I'm passionate about MMOs in general. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. Let's talk about the actual like new MMO experience, New World. Did you watch any of New World on Twitch? 
So I watched like when Asmogold did it like way like months ago, I think in like March, like February or something like that. He did they did like the pre-alpha or something like that. It looked pretty cool. Um it looks like it's a game that's centered like mostly around like crafting and stuff like that. Like it has a, a thoroughly robust crafting system, which seems pretty interesting to me. Uh, I didn't look too much further into it. I just know that it was literally breaking fucking records for how many people were watching it. Yeah, I like I didn't even know that like the game was being released into its closed beta state like until i saw on twitch randomly that there were like over a million people watching new world or something insane yep. and i was like oh my god i can't believe this is even out. i thought it was like actually out i didn't think that it was just a closed yeah beta yeah, yeah. It's just be- a beta. based on those numbers but like <laughs> but that's that's the power of people like asthma gold and stuff like that like you know these these uh devs and game companies years ago said oh twitch and youtube all these streams it's a waste of money to put into it's like you can put in a, a fraction of the amount of money in to get one of these guys to play your game, and the marketing that comes on will blow out any other marketing of playing uh, you'll ever have. True. I the thing is, like at least watching a new, I can't. I don't think I could watch an MMO I've never played on Twitch. That's that's the thing. Like I, yeah, I, I feel it's, like it's it's hard because yeah. you want to experience it yourself, right? It's not only that. It's just like there's so many intricacies with an mmo that i'm like i literally don't know what's going on and like i i can't even tell what's going on after watching for like an hour because i won't be able to learn so it's just so funny with all this blizzard shit like how many other games are just like flying off the scale in popularity i mean what i think is really funny is the fact that apparently like speaking of flying uh some graphics cards are frying sick Uh, rhyme rhyme. oh my god yeah apparently new world is uh frying people's 3080s which is like i guess the newest iteration of evga graphics cards uh there's like a glitch where it's either it's it's kind of both on the game and the graphics card and that the the graphics card yeah i was gonna say ability to to do this because it would allow many softwares or many pieces of software to fry the graphics card but allows for like unlimited resource uh consumption by the software and then yeah. because i guess the software yeah i was gonna case, say this sounds like more of a this sounds like a more of a hardware issue than than software if anything Granted, i guess it's I about 90 percent evga the the hardware manufacturer and like 10 percent new worlds because like yeah if, yeah if that, you, that, that's that's reasonable that's if reasonable. you if you are the software and like you're, you're gonna want to take all the resources you could get but pretty much no other programs at least in the gaming space require the resources that uh new worlds do and so in the closed beta, people are literally seeing their thousands of dollar graphics cards fry up because the game requires so many resources. I think if the game requires that many resources outright, like it, then the game well, is not going to Theoretically, these cards well, should be able but... to run at 100%, you know, 70 degrees for extended period of times with zero issues. That's That's how they should work. So to see it happening, like just playing some fucking new mmo is like is like super scary to me they, they need to do some work on these chips like i i, I don't know i haven't I, I looked into like the intricacies of like the like the actual issues of this but this just doesn't sound right to me yeah i mean like i'm just happy that i i literally like first of all i'm i'm salty i'm i bought a 2080 ti which was like immediately eclipsed by the 3080 so like i i'm salty and i don't want to buy another graphics card even though like it, don't it be make... salty because your card is so future proof it's actually insane like no, i have a no. i have a t- i have a 1080 ti and even mine's future proof yeah. for like the next like forever yeah but like I, there's also the fact that like i literally can't even buy a graphics card if i wanted to i mean i think it's now calmed down because crypto is like i'm not checking my crypto i don't want to i don't want to just I like don't know, cry. Never. but um yeah i think it's a little easier to get a graphics card because no one has any money anymore to buy graphics cards so the the demand has gone down but 
Um, it's still a problem. Yeah, it's still a problem. What I'm trying to say is, uh, I'm just imagine buying the new graphics card and like you can't even get another one without scalpers. And then like it's like, oh, I guess this is fried. I guess I guess I fried I'm this playing the I'm new just game. Fuck. Well, imagine like you saving like all your money to get this video card, <laughs> and it's like you're just fucked. I. I wonder if the company. I wonder if they the, reimburse. Uh, they reimburse. I actually do know that. So okay, okay, it, that's good. That's good. Then, then I'm just like a ma- like just no harm, no foul. The them. day though, the the day where it's like I first. I don't know how long it takes to get a new graphics card when you like fryers from the company. It probably takes multiple weeks at that point. But just like, yep, you know what is life as it stands worth it without my graphics card? Who knows? That's that's what I would be thinking in that moment <laughs> as I see smoke I would just, I would be coming so... from my tower. I would be so so upset, like so upset, man. Like holy shit, like. I don't know. I don't know. I would be very pissed. That's all I can say. I'm just saying I might need a replacement on my whole PC after I chuck it out the window. Pretty much. The, the thing is about New Worlds, and I know that this game was breaking records, but I what I really want to say is that it's like... It's not just New World, though. It's basically everything that's not World of Warcraft. Final Fantasy was, is doing like similar numbers. I think it's really just MMOs are popular, and like WoW is just not able to grasp the reins, but... What I'm trying to say about New Worlds is that I don't like it's not even the game is whatever. I don't care. There's just something about Amazon Game Studios. And I know that I said I shouldn't have a personal relationship with the with the developer. But there's something about Amazon Game Studios that is making me just not want to play the game. I don't want to play the game made by Amazon. There's just something about the the underdog. I, I don't... My mentality on it is if they, they can put enough resources into it. Like, they have the money. They have all the resources to pay for, like, the best developers in the world to make a fantastic game. If it ends up being a good game, that's all I give a fuck about. I understand that's what it should be, but... Because, I, just... I mean, you can't make a moral fucking decision with every single company in the world. So if you're boycotting Blizzard, then why aren't you boycotting Nike? Like, your I'm hat was probably... I'm not boycotting Nike. It's just, like, when I think... Like, it's not even that, like... Like, like your hat was probably made in a sweatshop. That shirt, that was probably made, like, in a horrible okay. place. Like, I understand like, the, that, the like, chip, my entire, like... like, joyous life is based off, like, the backs of, of like, terrible life conditions but i'm not yeah. i'm not even i'm bare okay i'm like half talking about the fact that amazon as a company sucks but like the other yeah. half is like when i think of like amazon i think of like the fucking like fire phone <laughs> like just like let me shitty you're, you're, sh- you're shitting all over amazon go look at your amazon history and how much have you spent in the past year i've, I've never amazon. bought a product from amazon my ass you have not i've never in my life bought a product from amazon that's a lie. It's to- it's just straight up a lie. Like it's not it's not <laughs> defensible. I bought something like yesterday. <laughs> like <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's like it's like that meme. It's like, "Oh, you you're uh partake in capitalism. How 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 curious." It's like, "Yeah, you can still use something, but you'd still make I, fun of but it." But like, yeah. And criticize I, like, it. Part of it is that like Amazon like as a company sucks, but like it's like Amazon what I'm trying to th- Amazon's not cool. That's what I'm trying to say. Like Amazon is not cool. <laughs> Amazon's not cool. Like, like, you think of like Google Games, that's cool. No, it's not. You think of like Microsoft, it's like, like Xbox. Shit. Google, okay, I mean, I, I guess Google made Stadia, so they're maybe not that cool. But when I think of Amazon, I don't think of cool. Hello I don't controller. think of like Jeff Bezos with like a gaming controller. He's like, I'm I'm gaining so much XP. <laughs> yeah, what if Jeff, Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bezos like... Yeah, I'm a gamer. Like, He's like in to, like, like a, a DX racer with like the cat girl headphones. Actually, that was I. That was totally a thing. I forgot we tweeted about that with the Jeff Bezos e girl gamer. I guess you don't. You haven't seen the Twitter in a bit because you're banned. But uh, I've taken uh, I've taken the reins, and there's been a full on investigation into why Jeff Bezos 
has been trying to hide his past as a cat girl. You don't. Wait, you what? Don't, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. See, I, I can even like participate in this conversation because I'm fucking banned from Twitter. I'm so upset. This well, you makes don't have to be so banned from Twitter to really understand where I'm coming from. So if you search Jeff Bezos cat girl, or sorry, cat girl Jeff Bezos, this doesn't come up. Like, there are no images of Jeff Bezos as a cat girl. And you might think, hey, maybe he's never been a cat girl in the past. But Jeff Bezos, probably arguably the most famous man alive, the richest man alive, no argue, no no question there. You would think that someone would Photoshop Jeff Bezos into a cat girl. However, there is not a single photo Photoshop or none. You tweet one. There aren't any. I would have to make one make, myself, and I'm not going to do that. Make one and then I'm tweet not. it. You're going to have the fucking Illuminati at your house. That's what I'm saying. Like, you haven't let me finish this conversation. Spetsnaz. So there is a reason why there is no cat girl Jeff Bezos. And I don't know the exact reason, but I do know that there he is too rich, too famous, too powerful for someone to have not made a cat girl, <laughs> cat girl Jeff Bezos. People in power, like there's probably, search cat girl Obama. Because Obama's cool. He's a man of the people. Okay, okay, let's be, let's, let's not be partisan here. Search cat girl Trump as well. There are probably multiple images of both Obama, Trump, Biden, any president from Carter to now. <laughs> <laughs> you found cat girl Obama? <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is really good. <laughs> yeah, I'm see, making this my Discord profile picture. <laughs> I wish we could have a laugh, have a chuckle at the cat girl Bezos image, but we can't because that's, that's, that's literally the exact headphones that I was thinking of. That is cat girl obama that is a great image yeah like we're having a chuckle about this like obama cat girl thing i wish we could have a chuckle about bezos but there's obviously a problem like you were able to easily find cat girl obama however you scroll through pages pages of images with cat girl bezos you can't find anything that leads me to believe that this is not something that was done unintentionally there have been multiple images of cat girl bezos but they have been suppressed either by Bezos himself or people in power who do not want Catgirl Jeff Bezos to come to life. I mean, t to be fair, I imagine like many types of memes. There's probably like a list that's like automatically like deleted from the internet. Yeah, but why would Amazon care? Or sorry, why would Google care what Amazon CEO looks like on, on Google? Dude, this is like actually scary. Like the fact that there's literally no pictures of that. Like that's like, you, you can't be like, what if you're like literally the first person to ever think about this? I am not the first person to think of Catgirl Bezos. He has a very bald, sculptable head. People could do whatever they want on that head. Tweet it out. Tweet it out right now. Make a picture. I, I lit I'm not going to die, okay? I already tweeted about <laughs> the conspiracy, but like, it's one thing to acknowledge that there's no Catgirl Bezos, and there's another thing to create Catgirl Bezos, because once that's out of the bag... Cat's it, out of the bag? Yeah, the cat's out of the bag. Exactly. And then cat's I'm the in Bezos. a bag, dead in a ditch... With two shots in the back of the head, suicide. Like, how insane of a world would that be? It's like you tweet out a picture of like cat girl Jeff Bezos, and like your 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 fucking family and everyone you've ever known is murdered over it. I like, like, that's like I, I make a tweet. It's like the image of cat girl Bezos, and like the text is "I am not suicidal." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I am not suicidal. I would never do such a thing. Yeah, and then okay, three days get... later, fell down the stairs. <laughs> Guantanamo. Yeah, I mean that's a common theme for this show. <laughs> that, oh no, that, that might that might be one of my favorite conversations we've ever. 
Uh, what were we talking about? MMOs? Oh yeah, Final Fantasy XIV is awesome, uh, and the dev team is super fucking cool. At the end, they have like a list of tenets that's like it's all about the gamers, like never sacrifice uh, game quality to get something out. Big um, deal though. Like I have a pile of tenet DVDs, and I'm not bragging about it. This is the first time I've even mentioned it. Let's talk about something that's not. Are MMOs. you a badger? You Do the badger what face you- again. Are you gonna nibble on some logs? That's a beaver. Actually, no. I have to. I have to do this. I have to show you this. Um, is it your penis? <laughs> I wish. I don't have one of those anymore. I. Uh... <laughs> That's it. That's the end of that conversation. I wish. So you see this image? Unfortunately, yes. This this image is so high def. Why is it so high? Yeah, def? you're you're showing see... me like the pixels in it are like unbelievable. It's it's such a high def. Like I'm linking you this image. This image is no, so it's unbelievably high def. Why do you have any it... idea how much? Do you have any idea how much money these guys make? I know, but like, why is Jeff Dunham in such glorious HD? Because he's is rich. Insane. This is because he's rich. Even if I was rich, I wouldn't want this in HD. Dude, he's like, there's like too many pixels. <laughs> is, are you looking at the image? Yeah. <laughs> why is why is Jeff Dunham in such glorious HD? I'm like looking at his lips. They're chapped. He has chapped lips. And I can see it. Jesus Christ. This is like 5,000. It's yeah, 3840 by... Uh, you can literally are getting s- chapped looking at his chapped lips in this image. Look how dry his hands are. It's gross. Like his his thumb is oh, so yeah, dry. I can see that. I, <laughs> why is Jeff Dunham so dry? Is he's like one of... He's like you. He's like one of those dudes that like refuses to like moisturize, so their like body sucks. Well, actually, I've been using a lot of lotion because Angela, she's a massage connoisseur. I, I, I give massages all the time. Okay, I'm willing to say that. So I have very moisturized hands. You can't have this conversation. Yeah, I am <laughs> so me. much less dry than Jeff Dunham. Okay, you put me in a room with Jeff Dunham. He's <laughs> He's your part. Your moisture, your moisture levels are off the fucking chain. They're off the chain. I'm like, I'm. I retain too much liquid. I'm puffy. I, I'm the same way though. I, I that that soap I got. Like I used to have like super ashy fucking elbows. This shit's smooth now. It's so nice. I'm zooming into Jeff Dunham's chapped lips. These are so chapped. <laughs> I'm just. These are so goddamn chapped. I'm gonna send you a screenshot right now. I'm gonna show you how chapped these are. I I can see how chapped his fucking lips are. Oh my god. Do we have anything else to talk about? Or we're just gonna talk about like fucking his chapped ass lips. Fucking Jeff Dunham. Like it's one thing to be the worst comic of all time. It's another to eh, worst comic of all time is a pretty hard title to get. Like I don't think that Jeff Dunham is the worst comic of all time. Who's the worst comic of all time? Oh god, that's so chapped. Uh, chapped. Probably, probably. There's like multiples. Um, objectively, okay. No, objectively, like I don't think Jeff, like Jeff Dunham, has made me chuckle. Okay, probably either like Carlos Mencia or Dane Cook. I've seen Dane Cook live, and it wasn't like Dane Cook in his prime. I saw Dane Cook live in like 2017. Oh god, that sounds <laughs> terrible. So the thing is, I like specifically. I was like in LA with my friend, actually, the Superior David streamer on Twitch. He's not. He's not a nobody. At this point. there okay, are he's, he's so famous. So many bad comedians. Like yeah, of course. Like I'm a like, bad comedian. G- like like Jimmy Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy Fallon. He's, he Fallon. Can't get up. Fuck you, Jimmy Fallon. Jeff Dunham. Uh, these people are like just because Andy, every single Andy thing is Dick. cringe to you doesn't mean that these people like 
these people. You think Andy Dick laugh. is? F- you think Andy Dick is a good comedian? I don't think he's a great stand-up comedian, but he's definitely made me laugh in certain situations. Like the Norm Macdonald podcast episode with Andy Dick was actually quite funny. I will say that much, but I will. I think I think my least I, favorite comedian ever is Gallagher. Like straight up. Why is that? I, like literally, all he does is smash a watermelon. He hasn't said anything funny in his life. Yeah, it's like it's like boomer humor. It's like. Ugh. So I I like I literally googled like worst comedians and like this is the picture they have for Carrot Top. Did I tell you about my like story about like being really upset about not being able to see Carrot Top? Is that like a real thing? Yeah, no, like I remember I remember like I went to I think I was like 10 and like I went to Vegas with my family cuz like Vegas is a fa- like Vegas is a family destination now. It is not anymore. They they have completely like, they, gone they, away like, from all the family they, stuff. They they turned it around. Like early 2000s to like 2010ish like they tried to make it a family destination oh absolutely and like um, i actually have this conversation with my boss all the time cuz he used to go to vegas a lot yeah and like my family went and like i remember like so you know how like every single like city or like in many cases just like different airlines they have like their own like f- flight safety video yeah you know, like the the flight safety video going into vegas was like carrot top with a backpack that was like overly large and it's like, I was like, oh, that guy's funny. I want to see that guy. And it's like, oh, my parents were probably thinking, oh, my God, he wants to see Carrot Top. God damn it. <laughs> but like, I was like, oh, I'm, that guy seems really funny. I want to see Carrot Top. And like, basically, like, we, we like got tickets for the show. And like, the show ended up being 21 plus. So we got a refund because it wasn't advertised as 21 plus. But oh, uh, no. I could have seen Carrot Top, but uh, there was false advertising on our, uh, our tickets. I would have so. been pissed. I I was very upset as a child. I'm like, I all I wanted to do in Vegas was see Carrot Top, and my parents were like, I'm sorry, we we'll see Carrot Top next time. And I was like, oh. Carrot Top's a scary just, looking man. Did I just I just imagine like little Sammy like fucking like you know, uh, jewing out and can't see Carrot Top. Little two very offensive things. I'm more offended I'm by so- you calling me Sammy than say I'm saying I'm jewing out. Are you kidding me? No, okay. As as the person <laughs> who is Jewish, I'm giving you the the J word pass. What? What? <laughs> Did you ever wear a yarmulke as a child? Yeah, but like not like I never went to Hebrew school. I uh I like would go to a lot of bar and bat mitzvahs though because I was in a very Jewish area. So like I would have to like so the thing about a bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah is that like they sometimes put like the party next to the service, so you're forced to do the Jewish stuff before you actually get yeah. to like breakdown of the dance floor so like i've i've worn a couple yarmulkes in my day like uh, i just remember the story of you saying of you like just like going all out dancing at like a bar mitzvah yeah like, i remember there'd be like a to z entertainment which is like a local uh like chicago like bar mitzvah dj and like there was also um casper k that was another one casper k and yeah, I'm gonna rep Casper K. Okay, and I I I went to so many bar and bot mitzvahs that I I'm on I'm on a name basis with these with these companies. Okay, but uh yeah, just getting up on the stage and just like doing the it's going down dance as like an 11 year old. This is I, what I imagine you. I'm just imagining that picture of uh carrot top. I don't even have to look at that Simpsons clip to like see like Mo <laughs> Mo Sizlak like doing crotch thrusts, flips. <laughs> I can't even look at this clip because I just see Jeff Dunham's dry lips on the goddamn screen.